This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. So Thursday morning around 5.45 a.m., there was a solar eclipse, and we were getting some strange calls as it was happening. Here's some of them. Yeah, don't look into the light. Don't look into the sun, man. Did you do it? I did. When? Like right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> Why? It's really, it's, it's really cool looking, though. But, hey, here's the way to do it. You get a welding, uh, welding glasses or really, really dark sunglasses, and you can look at it for about 10 seconds. Okay. You just couldn't resist. You couldn't help yourself. Yeah, but the, the white dot when I close my eyes is almost gone. <laughs> so, I mean. <laughs> Did you look before we mentioned it, or is this our fault for even letting you know about the eclipse? You can't tell someone not to do something, Taz. They just do it. Yeah, exactly. I've got a four-year-old at home. I should have known better. I know. I'm almost 40, so, you know. 10, yeah. yeah, some so, things never change. Okay. That's right. Well, but, you know, get, get some good sunglasses, get a welding glass. It looks pretty cool. You can see the whole crescent moon in it. Right on. Thank you. Be safe out there. I will. Have a good day, guys. Hey, good morning, Taz and Jim. Who's this? Hey, this is Kerry. I phoned a couple days ago talking about uh, the hockey game and about Boston and all that stuff with the Islanders. And I just thought I'd bring you back on pace that Boston is out, Islanders are in. Thank God for that. So it's going to be way, way nicer of a final playoff without having Boston in there, trying to scam their way around again. Just thought I'd bring that out. Hmm. <laughs> I know nothing to say. Eh? And as far as this uh, Toronto... Uh, you know, there's big words about the Toronto CN Tower being lit up for Montreal Colors. Let them. It's the only team left. We're Canadian, aren't we? Okay. Leave the Colors go for a while until they win. Kerry, who's your team? My team is Islanders, but I'm I'm Canadian. So, hey. you know, Montreal, if they win, that's the next best thing. Hey, Kerry, can you do me a favor? Can you stare yeah. directly at the solar eclipse for me quick? <laughs> <laughs> that's a message from... Jim is speaking for all Toronto Maple Leaf fans right now. <laughs> Just for longer than 10 seconds. Go stare at the uh, at the sun, Kerry. You know what? They should suck it up because, you know, when was the last time I seen uh, Toronto win a cup? You never I have. Haven't. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> so, anyways, go Islanders, too bad Boston, and go Montreal. Well, it must be exciting for you as, as an Islanders fan. How does that even happen to somebody living in this area? How did well, you become an know. Islanders I, fan? I watched them uh, create the team from the start. So when they did all those Stanley Cup wins, that was beautiful. And I just stuck tough and uh, stayed low for many years until they got a team back together again. <laughs> you're like a cicada. But, You've been underground for 17 years, but you're emerging and annoying everybody <laughs> this summer. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, like I said, I get a free round of golf out of this, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, keep betting with your buddies. Who knows what you're going to be able to win, okay? <laughs> Thanks, bud. See you See later. Ya. Yeah. Stare directly at the sun. Don't stare, even if you are an Islanders fan or a Habs fan. Do not stare directly at the sun. Calls coming in here about this uh, eclipse that's happening right now. Hey, Taz and Jim, what's going on? Not bad. So, uh, as you guys were saying about not looking at the eclipse, I looked right into it driving on the highway and uh, almost crashed into the barrier. Okay, Why? Well, uh, you guys just said solar eclipse, and as you said that, I looked up, and then you guys said, don't look at it as I was looking at it. <laughs> so we should have started with don't look, but yeah. there's a solar eclipse going on right now. Yeah, that might have worked a little better for some people. Okay. Well, we're glad you're okay. Please be okay. uh, safe out there. 
Yeah, all right. You guys take it easy. <sighs> Thank you. This is what we're dealing with, Jim. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the reason McDonald's has to put warnings that the coffee's hot on their cups. <laughs> <laughs> then somebody else sip it to see how hot it really is. They have to put a, a warning on car batteries. Do not drink battery fluid. <laughs> uh, we got a call from Tyler. Tyler joins us on the phone. What's going on? What are you up to? I'm just on my way into work. What do you do? I run an escalator and gravel pit. Very nice. Now, either you wanted to say something to all the Boston Bruins fans out there. Just like to say congratulations to all the Boston Bruins fans. You're not winning the Stanley Cup this year either, baby. <laughs> See you on the course. <laughs> Is this, in terms of uh, outcomes of the playoffs, winning the cup would be the best, the Bruins not winning the cup, second best in, in terms of being a Leaf fan? Oh, I don't know. With the Montreal Canadiens, I think the Montreal Canadiens not winning this year would be the second best. But Boston not winning third, baby. <laughs> Have a great day, Tyler. You agree with that statement, Jim? Yeah, I think that's the order, the hierarchy. Um. Nobody wants no Leaf fan. I think wants to see the Habs win, even if it is the last Canadian team in the playoffs. You'll never hear the end of it. Yeah, and good like to know Boston's like a- gone. But did you feel that uh, Montreal now has an easier path to the Stanley Cup if they can get by Vegas or Colorado? Would you rather see them play Boston? No, because Boston just lost to New New York. So New York's obviously the better team. I mean, it could could have gone either way, but they won. I think four one the series. So it wasn't that close. So, no, I don't think Boston... Well, I don't know. I, I, all I know <laughs> is I want the Habs out. Boston's already gone. They're an afterthought at this point. The, you know, I'm focusing on the Habs at this point. I love all the Leaf fans that have been calling us saying that they're not paying attention to hockey anymore until the Bruins get eliminated, and all of a sudden we're hearing the phone won't stop ringing. Well, because who, who was the first person who called? It was a Leaf hater this morning. So the Leafs didn't open the floodgates. The it, Leaf fans didn't. It was the Leaf hater. It was the Leaf hater. But that guy also hated the Bruins. He was an Islanders fan, strangely. Yeah, yeah. But again, like I said multiple times this year, people love hating the Leafs more than they like cheering for their own team. If you're a football fan, a soccer fan, then you got to be excited. Euro 2021 kicks off this weekend. Goal! Is that it? That's the intro we have for this week? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we are joined by our... Euro Cup correspondent Martin Butler. We call him Butler. How you doing this morning, man? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? We're good. You've got to be pumped. I mean, we got put off a year because of the pandemic. This tournament was supposed to happen last year, right? Yeah, it was supposed to happen last year, and obviously with the pandemic, uh, it was a uh, it was postponed. Um, it's all over Europe this this year. Last year it was supposed to be. Um, across many different cities as an anniversary tournament. And um, because of the pandemic, they kind of closed. And um, some of the major cities, still all over the place, but uh, a few, few, fewer destinations. Butler, step outside quick. We're losing you a little bit. Yeah, we got, we got some cell phone issues. Oh, 
The bills paid. I'm telling you, seriously. <laughs> uh, okay, heading into the weekend. So we're all over Europe. Then there's a bunch of different countries. Like last time it was in France, right? And then before that it was Ukraine, Poland. But this yeah, year so it's the, all different countries. Yeah, this year it's all different countries. It was a it was built as an anniversary tournament, so they um, they named many different countries to host it, which is a you know, logistics nightmare. But um, they, they've they've lo- limited the number of cities now. There's the, there's more than a few, but uh, yeah, like it all kicks off in Rome tomorrow. What we have happening this weekend is the group stage. Explain what the group stage is. How does this work? Yeah, basically there's, there's six groups of four teams, and um, basically the top two teams advance to the uh, the group of sixteen, and then I think there's uh, there's a the best third places, a few of the best third places teams advance. So you know, really they're eliminating the uh, the bottom feeders, and uh, you know, they go into the round of sixteen. First, so uh, each team plays each uh, each of the other teams in the group. So uh, this week's a real festival of football, and we get to sit and uh, watch as much soccer as we can stomach. First game is Turkey and Italy. Jim, you're cheering for Turkey in the tournament. Are, am I correct there? Yeah, yeah. Ireland didn't make it, so my next... I'm a, I'm a Turkey man. <laughs> second. So, uh, yeah. What happened Turkey. to Ireland, Butler? Why didn't Ireland make the tournament? They had a horrible qualifying tournament. Uh, yeah, they really uh, failed to impress. But come on, Jim. Turkey, really? You've got to go with England. you got to go with England. I do have England. In my pool, that I put England as my top team, my Joker team, to get double points for England. So I, I like to bet on the teams that I want to cheer for. So England is, is my real second. But Turkey's definitely my third. But Ireland, well, in my lifetime, Ireland has never been a contender in Euro Cup. So it's nothing new for me. Not in the Euros. The World Cup, they had a little uh, flirt, flirt with the success there in the World Cup a few years ago. What about Canada? How far is, you know, I guess it's not in Europe. So that would just... <laughs> <laughs> good, re- good research. Yeah, research. No, yeah. Well, we had you on talking uh, World Cup a, a few years ago, so I got a little confused. is pretty close to Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Canada did a job on Suriname the other day. Who? 4 0. Yeah, but uh, no, so Canada doesn't have much chance in this tournament, I'm afraid. But, uh, yeah, I fan- ever. I, <laughs> I fancy uh, Italy. Italy's my. Uh, they, this, this Italian team is uh, unbeaten in qualifying. Um, and they uh, they looked strong, and they were really upset by not making that last World Cup. So I think they're my dark horse to win this. What about France then? I, I, I'm assuming well, they're France, number yeah. one. Yeah, they, they, they won. The, yeah, being the World Cup holders, they're uh, they're ranked number two in the world between you know, them and Belgium. Everybody expects them to one of those two teams to win it, but Belgium always seem to slip up, uh, you know, right at the end. But the French, it's going to be hard to knock them out. But they're in a horrible group at the start: France, Germany. Um, Portugal and poor old Hungary. I'm so. married into a Ukrainian family, Butler. What are Ukraine's chances here? Well, they're a team that you know they flat they flatter to deceive, but they're in the group they could probably get out of this. Like they're in with the they're in with the Dutch. Um, however, Holland also got a great chance because they played all of their games in Amsterdam in the group stages. Um, they're in with Austria, North Macedonia, but you know they're always a team. They've always got talented players, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. Okay, so this goes for how long? When are we into the actual tournament? Uh, tournament starts tomorrow, and it goes until July the 11th. So there'll be a few soccer widows out there um, for the next month or so. 
Awesome. Okay, we'll continue to check in with you here as we get closer. You got anything for Butler before we let him go here, Jim? No, man. I'm looking forward to uh, to watching the tourney. I'll head into uh, the Boar's Head and catch a game with you in the next couple of weeks, buddy. I just want to, uh, I just want to thank uh, Jimmy. I know you, you're part of my pool. I just want to thank everybody for uh, participating in the pool that I run for Children's Health Foundation in London. Um, it's a great cause, and uh, just uh, appreciate everybody's contribution. How yeah. many people do we got in the pool so far? Uh, I think at the last count is about 160. Yeah, so, let's go uh, Turkey. I need that money. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to you, Butler, because I know a lot of people, when they're putting on their pools, they're not thinking about helping out charities. They just want to pocket the cash for themselves. So it, it's well, nice that you've added that aspect to this. It's a great organization, and it's, it's worth the effort. Hey, you know what? At football games, Jim, you went over. Would you go to World Cup a few years no, ago? No, it was Euro Cup in France, oh, 2016. Yeah, you, went, you went to Euro Cup, didn't yeah. you? Uh, you? So you know this at soccer games. Um, there's a lot of chanting that goes on. <laughs> yeah, it kind of comes with the territory. There's there's songs and like dance routines that people will do in the stands. Sure, we've got an example here. This is a soccer crowd, a chant from a soccer crowd that has gone viral, and the reason is remember the blue dress. That was on the internet, and people couldn't realize, figure out if it was a blue dress or a gold dress a while back. Yeah, it was an optical illusion. This is one of those situations. People aren't really sure what the crowd is chanting. There's a number of different options. I'm going to play it without giving you any suggestion. Just think about uh, what what the crowd might be chanting here. What did you hear, Jim? Uh, oh, I, I, I heard that is in Martin, but like, it do- doesn't make sense to me. I'm chasing Martin. That is I'm chasing Martin. That is. It could be. How about Bart Simpson bouncing? Yeah, I can hear it now. What about rotating pirate ship? Bit of a stretch, but I can kind of hear it. Does this sound like the crowd might be chanting, This isn't my receipt? This isn't my receipt. Ah, yes, that's the famous chant from Karen FC. (laughs) That isn't my receipt. (laughs) That is embarrassing, possibly. That's gotta be. Now that's the closest one. What is it, Taz? You're, I'm, you're killing me I don't here. know what it is. <laughs> Most likely, it's that is embarrassing. Okay. The, the consensus seems to be they're chanting that is embarrassing. But it's amazing how if you put the suggestion in, in your head, it sounds like so many different phrases, right? Totally. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. If you're hearing something that we're not hearing, let us know, 1-833-829-6546. Uh, we got some more suggestions. People, what were they hearing with this soccer chant that is getting a lot of attention online? Uh, 
I'm still hearing Bart Simpson bouncing, Jim. <laughs> yeah, a couple people are hearing bouncy. This isn't bouncy is what one text uh, texter is hearing. <laughs> Here's one. This is good. Taz is embarrassing. 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 Close. Yeah. You've always wanted your own soccer chant, Taz. Yeah, I'm still hearing Bart Simpson bouncing. I just don't hear it. <laughs> What about lobsters in motion? Lobsters in motion. Think lobsters in motion. Maybe. Honestly, after that is embarrassing, I, I can't hear anything else now. Yeah, and I'm stuck on Bart Simpson bouncing. Uh, what about this one? My Titty Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> my, huh. my titty mountain. Yeah. Yeah. See you later, Bart Simpson bouncing. It's now my titty mountain. You know, Taz, sometimes you hear what you want to hear, buddy. Yeah. You want to go on a hike later? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go up my titty mountain. Oh, oh, we're reaching the summit. Did you just say you're summiting, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Turn your microphone off. We don't need to hear that. <laughs> uh, interesting. You can play the same thing and people hear something different. And now the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Cock, cock, cock. Your peacock. Cock, it's sports peacock, time. Devin Peacock, peacock is peacock, with us from Global News Radio, and uh, there is a brewing PGA golf feud going on. Tell us more. Brooks Kepka v. Bryson DeChambeau. Who's in? Uh, Brooks says he thinks the rival between him and Bryson is positive for golf. Now, this has been simmering for a while, but it kind of came into greater focus during the PGA Championship when there was a video that leaked of an unaired interview of Brooks Kepka. He was about to be interviewed when Bryson DeChambeau walked by after his round and was loud and swearing a bit, uh, just being very loud in general behind Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka got upset said something to Bryson DeChambeau, and the video was leaked. People at the time didn't know what upset Brooks Kepka so much. They then went on Twitter and were uh, tweeting back and forth at each other. DeChambeau said that he was living rent-free in Kepka's head, and that's kind of where things stand right now. I absolutely hate that phrase so much. Living rent-free in someone's head? Yeah. It's, so like, it's like how a teenager saying, talks. Jim, is the phrase living rent-free in someone's head is living rent-free inside <laughs> your head. No, it's not in there. It wasn't in there until Dev put it in. It's an unwanted visitor, and it shall be removed immediately. Yeah, it is. It's, it's kind of uh, done at this point. We've heard it enough. It's not an original uh, zinger anymore. It's not how a grown man should talk. It's as tired as, you know, a rivalry between Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, I agree a rivalry. Rivalry in sports and in golf is a good one, 
But Brooks Kepka and Bryce DeChambeau isn't exactly Woods and Mickelson. No one's tuning in to see, well, is Brooks going to beat Bryson this week? No one cares. They're not doing anything right now. If they, should, if they start winning again, maybe, but... Right now, neither are really uh, hitting their stride. Rivalry is formed on the golf course, not in the clubhouse when somebody's speaking too loud during your interview. This is like saying the Toronto Maple Leafs have a really good rivalry with the Vancouver Canucks right now. No one cares. And we've still got Mickelson and Woods and McGavin and Gilmore, the two greatest <laughs> golf rivalries of all time. Thanks, Dev. How about this one? A nun has been found guilty of stealing $800,000 from the school she worked at to gamble in Las Vegas. A nun! (laughs) Nuns having fun. Nuns do have habits. (laughs) Good one. Nice. You got it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that their uniform? That's that's like the (laughs) nun hat is called a habit, yeah. Bad habits. Bad habit nuns. (laughs) U.S. Department of Justice has arrested a nun from Southern California, and she has pleaded guilty to stealing $835,000 from a school. Sister Mary Margaret Kruper, 79 years old, was the principal at St. James Catholic School in Torrance, California for 28 years. She started stealing money around 2008, depositing it into her personal account. Her and another nun would then go to Las Vegas They would say that they had uh, money that they inherited from a rich uncle. Classic. And they just let it ride, baby. (laughs) That would be... Imagine being at the roulette table and there's a nun beside... I would bet on everything (laughs) she's betting, thinking that she has... She has the inside scoop. Inside scoop, divine intervention, something going on. I don't know if they had their nun outfits on when they'd be in the casinos. They may have gone in a little undercover. True, true. Or should, should I say... Nundercover. <laughs> and nothing is more camouflaged than an old lady at a casino. Let's be serious. You'll blend in with the crowd if yeah. you're a 79 year old woman not dressed as a nun. <laughs> uh, investigators looked into the theft. She's been charged with wire fraud, money laundering, guilty, guilty. She is now facing 40 years in prison. Oh. Wow. Orange is the new black for her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? 40, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Sister Mary Margaret made a bad decision. She's going to be asking for forgiveness. Hmm. What's the difference between people praying in a church and praying in a casino, Jim? What's that? The people in the casino really mean it. <laughs> I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock. Time for sports. We've got Devin Peacock from Global News Radio with us. Dev, see you later, Boston Bruins. I thought uh, the Boston Bruins were going to go deeper into the playoffs uh, than this, but Lou Lamorello knows how to put together a uh, playoff team ever since he went to the Islanders, and in particular ever since they hired uh, Barry Trotz as their head coach. They have just been uh, performing uh, quite well. And so the New York Islanders uh, off to the semifinals where they will play the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're going to have a huge challenge in front of them. This is kind of annoying, too, because New York Islanders, the fans were mad when Tavares jumped ship and joined the Leafs. Now they're more successful than the Leafs. I get why the fans were upset when Tavares left, but things that kind of worked out for you guys. So maybe... uh, 
maybe drop the whole Tavares thing, but uh, the I, don't snake. Think that's be, I don't think that's going to be ending anytime soon. Isn't that what they call him, the snake? Islanders fans throw s- fake snakes at Tavares, February 28th, 2019. <laughs> I don't remember right. that. I do. The other big hockey story is the Winnipeg Jets player who's feeling really sorry for himself. Mark Shifley is uh, feeling pretty butthurt right now. He was uh, speaking to the media on Wednesday and feels the NHL's Department of Player Safety cost him a chance to compete with his teammates and shut him down. You know, I'm not going to continue to 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 cry over it, but it's 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 the decision they made. I I I still believe it was excessive. I still believe it wasn't. You know, they knocked me out of the series. You know, I don't even get a chance to play with my teammates and battle with my teammates in the series. Um, you know, for a guy with with a clean record. You know what? I'm just going to stop talking before I get fined or something like that so i'll just leave it as it is he can say that all he wants but uh, jake evans was still concussed in an unnecessary hit and he deserved to be suspended so like what do you want like sometimes the uh the nhl comes down hard on a player sometimes it's not as hard it's it's not consistent i agree too bad boo-hoo well, shouldn't the NHL, isn't he pointing out a problem then that should be corrected? If they're going to punish one player more than another for doing a similar act, then there is an inequality there. I don't pay the same amount of tax as you. I mean, how about you and I sit down and we go over, like, who pays more tax? And if I can get a bit of a break or something like that. I mean, there, this is the way life is. They have different people running the Department of Player Safety. It changes how they view these things. Get over it. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if Devin's saying he pays more or less tax than He's I do. He's calling you poor, Taz. <laughs> <laughs> but there are tax brackets, Dev. There are tax brackets that when people fall in those brackets, they are punished accordingly. They seem to be going willy-nilly in the player safety uh, I don't want board. to pay tax anymore. It's the, it's the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start cheating on my taxes, guys. Thanks, <laughs> Do you get the feeling that Shifley feels responsible for the, the, the sweep that happened with the Habs over the Jets? I think he's just really upset because not only was he uh, targeting the NHL yesterday, he was also criticizing the media, saying the media never really uh, supported them throughout the season, and they were written off from day one. And it's not the media's job to support you or discount you or count you. The media's job is to cover the team. And so I uh-huh. think he's feeling a bit of frustration and maybe a bit of guilt because the hit on Jake Evans was not warranted. It wasn't a heavy hit, as Paul Maurice called it after it. It was deserving of a suspension. It's not the media's job to support a team unless you're Sportsnet and TSN and the teams the Toronto Maple Leafs. Then it seems like it is your job to support the team. Ah, come on. They've just realized what everyone else uh, should have realized, which is the Toronto Maple Leafs are the best. Yeah, right. I'm dead sexy. Look at my sexy body. Taz and Jim, Dad Bod Pageant. A new day? That means new dad bods to check out. In the gallery at fm96.com and y108.ca. Just click on the dad bod image on the front page of the websites and you will see some flesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, will ya. 
this guy, you know, a good pair of cargo shorts is going to do you well in this competition. <laughs> Dale, a.k.a. Marty of Dundas. Huh. A loaded pair of cargo pants. Oh, he's got a tool belt on, too, as well. A half tool belt. Tool belt, cargo pants, and not much else, ladies. Oh, Under Armour shoes with white socks pulled up halfway up the calf. Good dad look. Yeah, he's up in the attic. Looks like he's doing some joist repair. (laughs) Knows his way around the attic and the basement if you need some plumbing checked. (laughs) He's, He's in good shape. Not bad. Arms above the head. That's tough to maintain. <laughs> Holding that joist up as you, you get it in position. This gentleman here, this is a good dad bod. We got JG from Cambridge. JG is in the lake. He's wearing his his swim trunks. And he looks strong. You know, he's he's got a little bit of... Uh, cushion on him but he's also a strong looking dude almost like a lumberjack type powerful raw power and if you look closely he's got the undershirt tan going (laughs) a staple yeah he was wearing his his halter top is that what it's called yes you know it's a halter top (laughs) (laughs) is halter top the one that doesn't cover your belly button Yeah. No, he wasn't wearing an halter top. top. That's a different tan altogether, but he's got his, yeah, he had his undershirt on in the sun for quite a while. <laughs> Big smile on his face, though. Looks happy. Mm-hmm. JL of Coburg. How are you, Jay? Looks like Jay has been uh, doing some work to get in, in better shape here. He's posted two pictures. One, he's looking a little bigger, and it looks like he's slimmed down a lot. That's that's great. Good for him. Oh boy, Jay. Yeah, you know, our winner last year, Derek from Hamilton, Mr. Dad Bod 2020, he had lost over 100 pounds when he entered the competition. Mm-hmm. And he's working hard every morning. He, he gets up, he, he works out in the basement listening to Taz and Jim on the radio, and he's been able to accomplish a lot, and he's very proud of his body. Mm-hmm. Great thing about Dad Bod is that it is a spectrum, you know? Whether you're thin, big, doesn't matter. It's still a dad bod. There is no one bod that fits into the category. What you got is what we are looking for. The winner is going to get the duct tape sash and the title of Mr. Dad Bod 2021. Plus, they are going to win a Louisiana smoker from our friends at Beachcomber. If you want to enter... There's today and tomorrow, and then we're going to close down the entries because the pageant is coming up a week from today. Virtually, you'll be able to have some fun with us if you tune in online for the uh, 2021 Dad Bod pageant with Taz and Jim. All the details online at y108.ca and fm96.com. I've got some issues going on at home, Jim. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, problems at the Taz Mahal. What's up? It's been overrun with squirrels. No. <laughs> they aren't in the house, but they are living under the new deck. Hmm. The deck was three times more than it was last year, and all it is is a squirrel's, <laughs> squirrel's yeah. home. Yeah, I'm thinking of just tearing up the deck and selling the lumber. <laughs> Problem solved. How many do you think are under there? We know at least six. Holy. Uh-huh. That's a few. The deck is, it's... Uh, it's ground level and there's a little tiny hole in the corner now to make matters worse i don't think i've ever seen my wife this angry yesterday she discovered all the squirrels had come out she saw them come out from under the deck 
go over to her garden mm-hmm. and they ate all the strawberries in the garden. Dirty. She was screaming, yelling, ran out there, chasing them away, making noise. Yeah. Huh. And then they went back under the deck, and I was like, "Well, how do we get them out? I know the hole is there, but I can't. Cl- I don't want to close it up with the squirrels under the deck. Then they're why not? Well, because then they'll die under there and they'll stink. You know what? Oh, the stink part. Okay, I'm just saying when you start eating my strawberries, <laughs> your life is in my hands. Maybe I should bring your dogs over to play for a couple days, or just pee around the deck. Maybe, right? That yeah. Could- not you, with my dogs. You know, dead squirrels are urine. If you have to choose one or the other, what would you rather smell dog. while you're eating barbecue? Dog urine doesn't smell. But oh, it will the intimidate. dogs. I thought you wanted me to start <laughs> no. peeing around the deck. We, Taz, all he eats is asparagus at that barbecue anyway. That's the last thing <laughs> the family needs. And to be honest, it may have happened from time to time anyways. <laughs> you know what it's like. Oh, it's, it's your own backyard. Once, you've earned it. once the lights go down. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I, I can. I think that does help. Uh, but there are some squirrels that still come into my backyard, so it's not a foolproof plan. What about the the sonic stuff? You know, there's stuff you can plug in, or they put out like sonic uh, repelling noises that sure. humans can't hear, but apparently squirrels hate. I I don't know if that stuff works. Yeah, I don't know. My buddy, uh, my buddy had them in his house, in his uh, new home he bought, and they're in his attic crunching around and the squirrels were yeah he he took care of them in the the non-humane way um and but yours aren't in your house so i, I hope there's a, a non-lethal way i just to need get to out, draw get them out from under the deck and and to close that hole up is is yeah. the problem what if you just leave a trail of peanuts into your neighbor's yard strawberries <laughs> yeah, that's right the strawberries is <laughs> they what got they a love. taste for the berries <laughs> And then what happens? How do I get them to stay in the neighbor's yard? Just put another pile of strawberries Throw over there? a couple there? berries over there, uh, <laughs> over the fence every couple days. You know what Uli did? She went out and she brought like the spice rack with her and she started like uh, shaking cinnamon and cayenne pepper all over the garden. And I'm like, what are you hmm. doing? Are you like pre-seasoning the vegetables? I don't know if that'll work, honey. She's like, no, <laughs> apparently the squirrels hate certain spices. Really? I don't know. Put some Frank's red hot sauce on it and see if they (laughs) (laughs) got some squirrels in my backyard. They are eating my wife's strawberries from the garden. She's not happy about it at all. And they are hanging out underneath our deck. Jeff, you got some advice for me? Uh, Black pepper works great for it. I put it on my, yep, I put it on my garden and it keeps squirrels away. It keeps rabbits away. They sniff the pepper and they sneeze and they, uh, and yeah, they they stay far away from it. Uh, ground pepper, or are we doing peppercorns? Nope, just ground pepper. Okay, is, is sprinkle it on at the base of the plants or on the plants? No, you can sprinkle it just around the bottom of the plants. Okay. It, well, I think my wife, that's what my wife was doing yesterday. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Well, I hope it works for you. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, how's it going, boys? Good. What's your squirrel advice? Well, I don't know if it's true because my girlfriend told me that this is what she does with our garden is she buys marigold flowers and uh-huh. apparently keep, apparently keeps the squirrels out. I don't know how true it is because she's not always the most truthful when it comes to knowledge like that, but it's worked <laughs> so far. How are your marijuana plants coming in? Um, see, I do something weird with those. I 
mix my own pee with some water and I spray it on it to make my scent on it and the animals stay away from it. Hold on a second. Yes. So any one of your buddies who has ever shared a joint with you is now hearing that they're basically smoking your urine. <laughs> I usually, it's kind of like Cheech and Chong with the Labrador, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what do you pee right into a, a spray bottle, or do you? How does that if work? Aim, if the aim's right, yeah, you gotta. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna scoop it out of the toilet and put it in the spray bottle, you know. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. If the uh, if the marigolds don't work, I'll start peeing everywhere. There you go, man. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. How's it going? Good. Squirrel tips. Yeah, this uh, Sean from the Bug Guy. Sean from the Bug Guys, yes. Yeah. What uh, is the what's the real answer here? How do we get rid of squirrels? Well, not uh, all like anything you buy at a hardware store. If it works, I wouldn't have a job. Um, hmm. It's under your deck, you said. Yeah. Okay, so you want to dig a, a ditch all the way around your deck down to about the clay. Get some welded wire, half an inch ish. Bevel it at the bottom and then staple it in along the edge of all, all the way around the perimeter of your deck and then cut a one-way door into the welded wire. Once wow. it's left, you won't be able to get back in. And peeing and pepper is not going to do it? No, if that worked, I, this wouldn't even be an industry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we might have to give you a call. I'll take your number off the air. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, you thought you were just going to have to go to the garden with the pepper grinder for four minutes. Now you got to dig a perimeter hole? A trench? Uh, I'm definitely going to try the peeing. <laughs> See how that goes. You do that every day anyway, so. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.